0: Um well if you can volley the ball, you've seen the the um who's that the the really pretty girl, Marv no DC, super not superwoman. She's superwoman. Wonder think? Woman. Wonder Woman.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what? They, uh, sorry, it's already <laughs> past six PM and my brain is just um not working anymore after six
1: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Sports Season podcast, where we get to know the sports that you know about and those that you should know about. I am Jigo Season, and for this episode, we'll be talking, we'll be taking our conversations to the sands and talk about beach volleyball. Today we'll be setting our questions to a UAP volleyball champion with the Ateneo Lady Eagles and both a founder and multi-titled champion of the Beach Volleyball Republic, none other than Bea Tan. Bea, thank you again Bye. for coming on the podcast.
0: Thank you for having me, Jigo.
1: Yeah. Um. So we've been on quarantine. We've been on lockdown for quite a while now. Um. What What have you been up to? What have you been doing to keep busy?
0: Well, I didn't think that the quarantine was gonna be this long. I thought it was gonna <laughs> be like for a thirty day period, and here yeah. we are. It's It's what? How? It's almost six months that I'm here in Bacolod. I flew in here right before the, the lockdown. They said it was going to be a 30-day kind of thing. And yeah. a lot of things happened already from March to August. Um, <laughs> it's basically like uh, up to now, we're still in denial that this thing is actually happening. Like, yeah. But um, as it goes, well, there's no volleyball right now. There's no there's no uh, tournaments or events. Um mostly for the past five years we've been busy with Beach Volleyball Republic creating tournaments every maybe probably like twice a month almost Yeah. in different beaches and all of a sudden that's just put on hold and we didn't even think that it was already four or five years that has gone by um, but right now it we're taking a break and I guess like it's a good pause as well um, at the very least that we get to take a a breather in terms of where we really want to take um beach volleyball republic but as an athlete it's it's very frustrating because well being an organizer and an athlete at the same time i feel like i'm hit twice (laughs) i'm shot (laughs) twice because i can't do events which i do really love organizing and i can't play as well So uh, the matter of fact, like I've I've only been trying to keep up with my fitness, just because I have at the very least hope that one day all of a sudden we can just play right away, and at the very least I can still jump (laughs) same way as I jumped like a year ago or (laughs) whatever. So there, just keeping up with my fitness. taking a step back with the tournament with Beach Volleyball Republic and um, planning for the future, that's just really what we can do right now.
1: Yeah. Um, no, so you mentioned yeah, that there's no volleyball right now. Um, spe- uh, here in the country, I don't think any sports uh, events have resumed yet. But um, abroad, we've seen football leagues, baseball games, and even the NBA in the bubble um, resuming already. Um, considering you know, you're an organizer for, for Beach Volleyball Republic, um, have you guys thought about or considered um, that kind of style in, in resuming there, play?
0: There's a lot of things. If, if it were just up to me, I would really want to, at the very least, cross the road already with regards to like adapting to the new normal and trying to figure it out, how we can actually adapt to the new normal. Because if we don't try, how the hell are we going to learn how to yeah. create tournaments with this pandemic? And with the COVID going on, if we don't, at the very least, try. But I know there's a lot of risk being posed Mm -hmm. upon us with regards to that. And considering that we're in the Philippines and we're not really too advanced with everything, the healthcare system, Mm -hmm. everything's just going crazy. And I may say, um, it's very hard for us. But if it were up to me, I would definitely find, figure out ways if it were just up to me. But there are so many other things to consider. The IATF, the governing body of the sports, the sports governing body of the Philippines. So um, there's a lot of politics that comes into play there as well mm-hmm. with, well, we follow what the indoor volleyball does because we're from the same umbrella company, I mean, umbrella mm-hmm. uh, federation, which is the LVPI right now, which is under FIVB. So, um, there are talks already with regards to, um, at the very least, creating a beach volleyball tournament because we see in Europe and in the states they've already started their beach volleyball tournaments. Um, that's that that at the very least gives us um, more optimism with regards to as compared to um, indoor volleyball uh, games. So, yeah, mm, best case scenario. If we can, we're pushing for a December tournament. Okay. If that, if if all the governing body goes in line with it.
1: Yeah, okay. Um, we'll we'll get more into the into the BVR later. But um, you mentioned yeah, that you know you're under the same umbrella as indoor volleyball. I wanted to um, kind of get the get the difference or get the basics of beach volleyball first. So you know for me personally, because I'm not as familiar with beach volleyball. I've tried it, I guess, leisurely, you know, when you go on vacations. But um, as a sport, I think it's, it'd be nice to learn more about it. So um, considering you're under the same umbrella, would you, would you consider beach volleyball as a completely different sport from volleyball? Um, I guess Um, an example I could give would be, for example, table tennis and tennis are nothing alike. But um yes. foot and and football are pretty close three x three basketball and five and five are definitely almost the same thing,
0: mm-hmm. so I guess
1: where would you um compare it there uh,
0: well if it's if it's anything skill wise it's very similar. You dig, you hit, you spike, but if you go deeper into it, it's a totally different sport because number one, it's on the sand, it's outdoor, and from six versus six, it becomes just two versus two so the entire um, gameplay is totally different with regards to like every, as a as a beach volleyball player, you really need to be good at every, all the skills. It's not specialized where as in indoor volleyball, they're mostly focused on there's a blocker, there's a middle hitter, there's an open spiker. There's someone who's good at hitting and there's someone who's good at, at defense and there's a setter. So with beach volleyball, it's basically all in one. If you're going to dig, you very well know how to set and to hit because that's the entire like gist of the game. A player will hit, will dig, will set and serve <laughs> all at once. So um, you need to know all the skills. That's number one. And the two versus two against in the indoor volleyball, it's six versus six. So um, that's one thing that's obviously uh, different with that one. And if you're a beach volleyball player and also have um, experienced indoor volleyball player, it's a totally different sport per se because all the, all the approach is different. Um, it would, in my experience, it's actually good to cross train beach and go back to indoor, but not indoor, then go back to beach. So it could be a good cross-training, the beach volleyball for indoor volleyball, but not reverse. So there, it's outdoor, you have more elements, whereas in the indoor volleyball, it's more controlled. You're in an air-conditioned gym <laughs> for, most, for the most part.
1: Yeah. So um, actually, yeah, I wanted to talk about that, being outdoor, being in the... In- I guess, in a more natural state, um so when you're organizing it, when you're playing it, what are the difficulties you face like um obviously i I guess weather, wind, does the type of sand play a after
0: yeah, definitely actually, like um I've worked with Sir John with the sand classifications um in in especially most especially um in Beach Volleyball Republic that we've organized so many tournaments already, we already know, like, more than us as players hating the wind when we play and the tides and how the sand is too loose. Um, as organizers, it's actually, it hits us even more because we can't have an event wherein it's there's bagyo or there's there's too much wind because it plays a lot of factor with the entertainment the the fun factor of watching a game. So it's it's at the end of the day a spectator sport. We bring it all around the Philippines in different coastal areas to entertain people, to get into the sport, to be to be to to promote it. So, we want as much as possible that, at the very least, it's a conducive um, environment wherein there's no bagyo, there's no typhoon. And some of the water levels with certain times in certain areas can actually also go up really high. And there are times wherein um, we would play and there's already water on the court. So, (laughs) tides play a lot as well. Like, if it's 3 p.m. and it's high tide, we can't play anymore. So, we need to fit like a weekender event for two days, and have to make sure that the number of games played would fit that certain time. So there's a lot of things that that come in play when you when you try to create events or play outside outdoors.
1: Yeah. Um, w- what about with regards to the? Because um, you mentioned earlier that the you the cross training is good in certain scenarios. What's the difference in terms of training, like? For example, is it a whole another regimen of training as compared to indoor?
0: I guess um, hmm, to be technical about it, uh, it's good cross-training the, the beach volleyball for indoor volleyball because of the sand factor. So it brings more weight, it brings more difficulty um, with regards to like the movements and everything. So when you train on sand and you go back indoor, you're a lot faster. You can jump higher. Okay because you've been training on sand um, and with regards to like uh, the, the strength and conditioning I guess um, beach volleyball I say would probably and indoor volleyball is more of like a dance the less you do and the quicker you get to a certain point the better than being like all you you go here you go there but really you're not getting anywhere (laughs) so um agility is almost the same thing but in on sand it there's a lot more um difficulty when it comes to it so you need to be quicker there that's why it helps when you move to indoor because it there's no more sand and you can move faster
1: with regards to um for example because um, yeah, my experience mostly in basketball and height plays a big factor. And I know, in a sense, that's also a factor in indoor volleyball. It's an advantage of, of some sort. Does it, does it translate also when you go to the beach?
0: Wait, sorry. Um, can you say that again?
1: Yeah. Um, no. Um, in basketball, for me at least, height was definitely a factor. Um, it's an advantage. And I, I think it trans- it's the same with volleyball. But would that translate also to the beach?
0: Um although there are a lot of um players who are not so like tall and can perform really well that I've seen it Japanese teams that are five six, five seven, not yeah. so tall compared to like Western players when they're like six on average, <laughs> um they could still be more agile, they could still move faster, move quicker. Uh, height is definitely an advantage if if um for for beach volleyball because you can get to the ball you can slam those balls pretty quickly and easily you can block balls better but with, the, with if I say though um we have some great players in in CC rondina that's not so yeah. tall but can jump really really high and can be really quick and doesn't get tired because on the sand you need all the cardio advantage that you can get because it's very tiring to, to play on the sand, considering that it's just the two of you moving all the time so um height height would definitely be an advantage but at the end of the day it boils down to how fit you are on the sun and how 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 much how fast you can get with the least amount of effort as what I've said earlier. And we have really good players from Davao as well that are not so tall but can move, don't even move. They just read the ball. <laughs> they don't even move that much anymore. They're just so efficient with their movements that it, it becomes their advantage. So you can play a lot of things because I guess the sand makes everything a lot equal for everybody.
1: Yeah. Yeah okay, um well, you were mentioning CC and Dina I wanted to ask um, CC is an example of someone who who's really good both indoor and on the beach um, but it, it like you were mentioning earlier it doesn't really necessarily translate that if you're good on indoor you're good on the beach and vice versa. What do you think is the why do you think that is like why are some some players able to dominate on both both um, courts but some are not able to
0: I guess it's really just, it, as an athlete, Like I get, for me, it's really how much you want to play, how much you enjoy playing, how much you really want to perform in it. Because I don't think that there's any excuse with regards to, like, if you put, if you put a certain amount of hours... Um, okay, so, like, if you put a certain amount of hours and you're all in the same level... And, and um, considering if you're going to play beach volleyball and indoor volleyball at the same time, I think it boils down to really how much you want to perform better at a certain point. You get me? Like, yeah. Um, I won't perform so well if I didn't really put enough effort, in, didn't put enough time, I didn't put enough practice with anything that I do. So if it's beach volleyball or indoor volleyball, um, it's more of the, I guess, what you love more. <laughs> so you spend more time in it and you practice more because that's, that's what I think. Like I've seen a lot of players that weren't that good but performed a lot better because they dedicated a lot of time and, and pra- for, practice, for practicing something. So um, that's the only reason why I would think that you would perform better at something, maybe indoor volleyball or beach volleyball.
1: Okay. Um, I your <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> um, uh, okay. So now I kind of wanted to go into more of your career and your journey to to where you are now. Um, so to start, um, for me, growing up, you know, here in the Philippines, in an all boys school, basketball was without a doubt the the most popular sport, and it's generally accepted that in the country that's the case. Um, but yes. I feel like sometimes that's more from a guy's perspective. So I, um you're actually the first um lady that I was I've been able to interview. So I wanted to get your thoughts on, you know, what was for you, for you growing up, the sport or the most popular sport, or the one that almost everyone tried when they were younger?
0: Um, huh. The thing is growing up, I wasn't really privy into what's trending or what's USO. <laughs> I okay. was more of like, uh, what's the least, where would be the least amount of people there be and I'll go there. <laughs> and, but it all ended up to um, having, ha- being, playing volleyball because someone just asked me to play in one of our sports fests. That's about it. But like okay. with regards to like what's uso, growing up, it was ballet. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> all the parents eh, here in Bacolod, not necessarily, like, for girls, like, there was no sports, really. <laughs> <Yeah>. Diba? <laughs> I mean, as I can recall, my my mom signed me up for ballet and not volleyball and would actually pay <laughs> for me to learn ballet. But I was skipping all those ballet classes to go for a, an, an indoor volleyball training. So... Um there wasn't really much uh promotions for 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 girls to play sports. I think it's only recently actually that that yeah. girls are now getting into sports, even women 's volleyball have been it's not so long ago that it was that it was this popular so mm-hmm. i've seen a time where it's not it's not anywhere near how popular it is right now, so yeah, ballet was a thing. Back when <laughs> we were growing up.
1: <laughs> so, okay. So, you chose um, volleyball. I mean, okay, not really choose, but you ended up in volleyball. And you... It,
0: I actually pretty much go chose volleyball. I actually pretty much chose volleyball because it was either track and field or volleyball. Okay. Track and field was the first sport that I tried. Um, competitively because it was the first sport before volleyball in the sports fest I joined so (laughs) I got recruited um, I got recruited for for track and field first before I was recruited for uh, volleyball but I ended up choosing uh, volleyball when I had to go to regionals for both but they were pressuring Mm -hmm. me to choose just one so I ended up choosing volleyball because I have my teammates and not really like yeah. if I was a kid, at like 10 years old. Do I really want to just run alone or like play with my friends? I'd rather play with my friends.
1: <laughs> True. There. Um, okay, so wh- when, when was the shift or when did you get introduced and start playing beach volleyball, you know, considering indoor was more popular?
0: I tried it. Um, I tried it when, it when I was in second year high school. Uh, my coach brought me to. We live in. Bac- I study in Bacolod. I studied in Bacolod, University of St. La Salle Bacolod. And then I had a coach that, came, that, that was from Pulupandan. And there was a tournament. There's always Paliga Liga around for beach volleyball because it's easy. It's two versus two. Yeah. And, and whenever there's fiesta, and there's fiesta in every town, sometimes even twice a year, Fiesta. <laughs> so I, we, I, that was the first time I actually got introduced to playing beach volleyball. Um, and I love playing because I get to touch the ball more than the yeah. indoor volleyball <laughs> because you're six. And uh, that was second year high school. But be- even before that, uh, there used to be the Nesty Beach. Okay. Um Back when I was in sixth grade, I saw my idols, Carla Bello and Charles Soriano playing beach volleyball <laughs> when I was in grade, when I was in sixth grade and um I was just into it. I was even like getting nasty merchandise and hoarding it um That was a fun experience for me being in that environment and then fast forward to second year high school, I got to play it. And then every now and then we would join um, a few times. Lang. And then uh, fast forward to college, uh, Coach Roger Goraeb asked the team if, um, if there was anybody who, got, who used to play beach volleyball. And he picked me and Eliza to go to China and compete for the Asian University Games. So that was actually the first ever, wherein I really trained for it, and to be partnered with Eliza Valdez, uh, I was just lucky enough, really, and, I, and, I, and we both fell in love with it, we both fell in love with the sport, um, that was the year when she was in her residency, so she yeah. just moved from UST, freshman in, which is stupid by the way, residency, it's just like, she just prolonged <laughs> her life in college. <laughs> For her to play an extra year and for her to, like, be beast mode. Would you rather play in your freshman year or in your super senior year? I would rather <laughs> play in my super senior year. Sure. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, huh. That, that's a good point, Bea. Good job at that. <laughs> but, um, We played in China and we, we loved it. Like, imagine Chinese people. Actually, watching under the heat of the sun, like that's that's a phenomenon. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but like, yeah, Asians don't normally like go out and and yeah. lay out the sun and like watch the game, but they were. So it was fun for us, and then we paid UAAP. Um, after that, that was uh, on our thir- on our second year college. Uh, they decided that the indoor volleyball program will handle the beach volleyball. So we were, again, lucky enough to be able to represent Ateneo in the UAAP. And on our first year of playing, um, from last place, Ateneo was last place the entire time, we, were, we, were, we reached the finals, me and Eliza. But we, bit, but we got lost. So we, beat, we got beat by USP on the third game, which we can't forget because we almost... <laughs> Everybody thought we were gonna win already, and all of a sudden <laughs> they just served at us, and the game's done. Anyway, they have that footage. I would, I wouldn't probably watch it though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I've actually always been curious about that. You know, the indoor volleyball teams. I think what a fourteen person, fifteen person lineup. Um, how do how do they decide who's the the 3 that represent for beach volleyball is it do you guys fight over who gets to play or is it like whoever wants
0: there was there was a point wherein it was that after we we reached the finals obviously i'm not the best person in in the indoor volleyball team at that moment or any moment <laughs> um but i was given the spot uh by luck I guess but they see me I'm pretty athletic I'm probably the most athletic out of them I'm just not I just wasn't performing well in indoor volleyball so they put me <laughs> in beach with Eliza we won um, I mean we lost in the finals <laughs> better to say we reached the finals we reached the finals in our first try and there's a lot of factor with regards to playing beach volleyball um, chemistry with your partner is also one you cannot mm-hmm. fight <laughs> or at the very least, if you fight, you still you know like a a, a ground to hold wherein like yup, we still gotta do our business here. So pretty much that. So we clicked, and in the next year, most of the seniors wanted to play beach volleyball as well because it's fun. So they were saying, "Huh, maybe if we change Beatan with someone else that's better in, <laughs> maybe we can win the finals." But that didn't happen, so there was a mix-up in that year. And then the year after that, and then I actually got a hiatus in UAAP because I wanted to graduate after four years. Yeah. Okay. So my fourth playing year, um, in the middle, Coach tai came in, and um, but I already overloaded everything because I wanted to graduate mm. on time. So I graduated on time. Won that year for indoor volleyball. We still lost in the freaking beach volleyball. We wanted a back to back. Like win, win beach volleyball and then win indoor. But we, priority is indoor volleyball. We never really get the time as much as the other teams who would win to train beach volleyball. So at the very at the, for a sore loser like me, I would say they worked <laughs> harder. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, and then I graduated after four years, and they lured me back in for to play my fifth playing year after mm-hmm. my one year hiatus of I already started BVR basically, and then they they went to me, and then it was just um, a good timing because I was considering on taking my MBA after a year. I went back here in Bacolod for six months, opened my business. I really am into business. Like when I was little, I, I used to write, what do I want to be? Oh, entrepreneur sounds good.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so ever since I was little, I always wanted to be a businesswoman, an entrepreneur. Um, I'm still working on that dream, by the way. So after college, I moved back to Bacolod. Am I boring you? It's really like my no, life. No, no, it's <laughs> um, I went back to Bacolod, opened a business. Um, after six months, opened another franchise, and then I went back to Manila. And I was like, "Yep, I can manage this thing, even when I'm when my business is in Bacolod, and then I'll play again in Manila because the commercial leagues already." Was starting so there was opportunity to play and they pay pretty good money, so I was like, I'm bored here. I move back to Manila, and then hey, I'll play beach volleyball again. So played beach volleyball was frustrated again because we didn't win, but we actually beat the team that won the championship, the finals. Sorry, loser. Um, But after after that. Uh, they invited me to play again because Coach Sai was already in his third year for coming in the third year for for Ateneo, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Can you come back and play? You still have one more playing year. I want you." And I was like, "Okay, but I play beach first because beach volleyball is um, for sem. Yeah, for sem. Think, yeah. So my deal was, if you let Eliza play with me beach volleyball, then I'll consider in coming back for indoor volleyball. Mm-hmm. And make sure he tra- she trains with me. She didn't train with me. <laughs> and we didn't win indoor volleyball. beach volleyball. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to play beach. I'm not going to play indoor volleyball. <laughs> so there. After we lost, I just didn't show up in the, the indoor volleyball training anymore. But it's it was my loss. Come on. Who wouldn't want to play for Ateneo <laughs> another year indoor volleyball? Yeah. But I was already starting beach volleyball that time. So um at that time that was really my priority. It was already mm-hmm. starting. We were going around places, stuff like that.
1: Okay. Um Okay. Looking back though, um you, you talked about earlier how you started out in volleyball. Uh, indoor volleyball, sorry. Um, because beach volleyball wasn't as uh, popular as known, um, now that you've started the VR, uh, now that you've started the whole program, um, you have the grassroots program, I think if I'm not mistaken if if you were um, looking back, would you have preferred to start out in beach volleyball? Um,
0: if this if i yeah, if I had a second Life, I would definitely yeah. just play beach volleyball. Like I would just, I would be on the court in the beach all day, every day, training <laughs> <for it. laughs> more than indoor because, well, who doesn't want to be at the beach? Number That's one, <laughs> and I do enjoy playing volleyball. So the marriage of both is just. Not comparable to anything, so yeah. yeah, happy with beach volleyball. I would say that I could play it the rest of my life
1: okay. if I can. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, so you know, speaking of DVR, um, could you give us a little glimpse of how the, how the league started? Was it like a random idea that came up among friends and it just happened to pan out, or was it planned for such a long time?
0: I, I think. I think nothing just happens to pan out. You got to have like the gusto and the passion and all the motivation that you can get with trying to stick with one thing. And definitely BVR was something that was a fun idea at the start. But what made us be able to jump from one place to another, creating tournaments after tournaments, is really because... We love playing. We love seeing the game. We and we shared that journey with so many other people, not just the players, but the coaches, the referees, the fans, and building that from um, not not necessarily nothing, but you see that there's so much potential with in terms of like its growth here in our country because we have so many beautiful beaches. Um, that was something that grew on us already but to, to begin with it started um, when for me huh, on, on my perspective um, I went back as I've said I went back from no playing coming back here in, the, in, in Bacolod um, after four years of college taking a year break and then going back to UAAP and then losing I was like you know what No, I cannot just (laughs) stop playing now because it's my last playing year. (laughs) Like, where will I play now? There's no more (laughs) Yes. So I didn't want to end up there and and just look back 10 years later and say, God damn, I was a beach volleyball player when I was in college, played for four (laughs) years, and that was my last game. I lost. (laughs) I didn't want my ending to be that way, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna create these tournaments and I'm gonna go around. And I'm when five years later, when they're not that fit anymore, and I'm still extra fit, I'm gonna beat them.
1: <laughs>
0: so that's basically what happened. I'm not there yet, but we'll get there. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, that's how. It, that's how. That's how it motivated me to um also like start beach volleyball republic but if it weren't for the people that came on board with it as well charo who's like my senior senior when i entered college she was already our coach um played a very big important role and is still playing um for for bbr um z phil and gretchen also like with the with starting everything and getting the media traction and i mean those are big names in in indoor volleyball they played very big roles in terms of creating and making beach volleyball public happen
1: how but you, you were saying that all of you know all of you former players or are, are still playing actually now how how do you guys balance you know being with organizers founders and still play at the same time
0: balance balance is always like tipping off and and finding that balance right it's never just one hit and then you're good like it's always a matter of weighing balancing the scale because we're adding things from left and right so if you really want what you want at the end of it you really have to just figure it out if 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 i was in a position where in there would be someone to create tournaments as how I would imagine it. Then I would really just play. I would happily just yeah. like give up my event organizer, tournament organizer hat and like put it on someone as long as you do the job right. <laughs> so, but no one's willing to do that. And I don't think that I don't trust anyone else other than us in Beach Volleyball Republic to create A tournament with the same vision with the same gusto with the same passion so if it takes for us if it has to be us doing two things in in one time then we'll figure it out and we are figuring it out and we did figure it out and we're still continuing to figure it out at the end of the day
1: yeah okay that's nice (laughs) yeah um okay uh, I kind of wanted to get to know also um, how how it is to organize the event. Like, how do you guys first choose um, the place? Because you know we, you've been all around the Philippines. Um, what what are the factors that go into it, or do the local governments now like come uh, come knocking and ask for you to set up a tournament?
0: Uh there are because and also with the help of the vo- popularity of volleyball pretty much um, that gave us a way we're in. It was very easy for us to go uh, go around different places, wherever we want, you name it. (laughs) Um, And they're very accepting. And I don't know if it's it's, um, us just being so passionate about it and promoting it and also with the fact that volleyball is big and beach volleyball is a lot similar to to indoor volleyball, um, people, a lot of people were very accepting up until now. Um, uh, There are a lot of places that would ask for us to go, um, but at the end of the day, if they're capable and if they have the capacity to host BVR, that's when we say yes. So there's a lot of factors that come into play, like um, the court size, the beach size, the playability, the partners. So we don't just partner normally with local government we need to partner with um like the rush the 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 resorts the brands that would support us so like seafront um through Mm boytistan through sir john um, supported us for two even three years i think Um, and that played a big role in terms of reaching other places like cebu um, we went to Bantayan Island because of Aboytas land. So yeah, uh, because some of the government um, LGUs wouldn't actually have the budget, they prioritize other things and and volleyball won't be that much of a priority. So we would need um, other funds from sponsors uh, and corporate sponsors come in place. So. Uh, yeah, other than us wanting to go to a certain place, we need good partners with that as well.
1: Okay. Um, So you've been doing this for five years now Um, and I actually wanted to get your thoughts on the quality of play that we have now in the country. Obviously, we just had the SEA Games last year and we saw um, I would, I I think I, I wanted to get your thoughts on how big of an impact do you think BVR has had on the sport, both in terms of the support it's getting and what I, the quality yeah. of players? What I,
0: what I really liked about it is that there were three people. Well, mostly BVR um, founders were key people in that SEA uh, Games tournament, SEA uh, Games event for Beach Volleyball. Mm-hmm. Zee Herbasha, one of our founders, were one of the players. Chara Soriano was managing our Philippine team. And I was Um, I forgot my role in the organizing (laughs) event, but (laughs) uh, they put me as one of the organizers as well. Um, And uh, that was a good learning experience from us and also a testament that what we've been doing with Beach Volleyball Republic, putting events, putting up events, giving opportunity for players and these referees to... Experience the game to get to know the game um, played a big role, and I and and it's just so nice to be able to see so many referees from all over the country come and and be in one place and recognize that hey, beach volleyball republic is the reason why we knew each other and we got to source so many referees from different places. You name it big but where, where were they from? Like Mindanao, Visayas and Luzon, like even from people from Cagayan Province to Cagayan de Oro, to Davao, to Bacolod to Iloilo, they were all there and and they recognized that um if it weren't for B V R they were they wouldn't have been able to practice like refereeing or get the opportunity to um meet also the nationals. So mm-hmm. um in one way or another Looking back, we really wanted to, because I'm from the province, we really wanted to erase the fine line between like, if you're from Manila, then you're Iba, Mm -hmm. if you're from, then the other people from the province. Because that's also the stigma when it comes to us being players, if from Manila, different from the province. Uh, And the fact that um, for so long, we've never made it into the podium finish for beach volleyball. And the fact that we had a back-to-back bronze is, I'm still getting goosebumps, um, yeah. is really something. And, it, and, and and we can say that what we've been doing with the program, um, having continuous tournaments, because at the end of the day, getting exposed to the games, is how the coaches can See how the coaches can scout who has potential, and how the players can also get as much exposure as they can. And apart from that, BVR would also actually bring in from time to time, or actually, it's been consistent already. Um, every tournament we have international players yeah. that plays because that um, hoists up the competitiveness of our players locally because they're they're they would want to train some more because there's competition and you know that like all those that are winning locally would up their game and train some more and at the end of the day whoever you're competing against you become them so you become better as well uh that's well that's the logic behind it and i really do think that and i'm very happy that we were able to do that with with the sea games and hopefully um we can do some more um events and tournaments for for beach volleyball to really actually not just a hashtag superficial grow the game but actually grow the game
1: <laughs> um okay before i was actually going to ask um you know it's been 5 years what what the what's in store for the next 5 years but um before that i wanted to know um you have done double time as an indoor and a beach volleyball player a lot of the if i'm not mistaken a lot of the BBR players are um also playing in psl or pbl um but do you see that as being the norm? as that being the norm for the future or do you see it becoming like full-time beach volleyball for some
0: definitely definitely um we would want it to be full-time beach volleyball, but that would always just end up to if there's better opportunity for these players in beach volleyball. So the management of the teams, the management of the players, the management of coaches, and um, being it as an ecosystem has to be sustainable enough for them to move to beach volleyball. And that's what we've been trying to create for a while now that hopefully in time we were not just a weekender kind of thing for athletes, but actually like a full time kind of thing wherein they train every day. Some some actually would already do that. Um there are there's Screamline already um that created a team where Charo manages as well. That's that's actually the fruit of the Sea Games we're in. At the very least, we would have the best beach volleyball players just focused on playing beach volleyball. So internationally, we can be a lot, a lot more competitive and bring our country, our flag, abroad and be, be actually like win those win games. So um, it's an investment. It's a long-term investment, but we believe in the talent that we have. Here locally and and at the very least that's already a starting point that if Creamline as, as a commercial team can create that then if I mean it's just two to, to players in one in to create a team how heavy of an investment could that really be but um, a factor would be traveling abroad ter- joining tournaments getting more, more exposure is one thing and that's actually what was most exciting about supposedly coming in this year. That Creamline created um, a club team already, but well, it's put on hold. So,
1: yeah,
0: it's actually a perfect time for us um, to plan as well. Like, considering the fact that um, beach volleyball and indoor volleyball is at a pause right now, then and and having the likeability of beach volleyball to start before indoor volleyball then maybe those volleyball indoor volleyball teams commercial clubs can create um teams around their indoor volleyball beach volleyball teams around their indoor volleyball team because i mean that's just two players that's what i've been um promoting actually with all the commercial club teams in in pdl and in psl to already create a beach volleyball team that's just solely focused on beach volleyball and we can create another platform wherein they can market their product with continuity and not just a one-time thing for for PSL or for PVL. So at the very least create a team. We can bring them everywhere. It's a nationwide campaign and most of the brands are also um yeah a national, nationwide distributed brand. So um it just makes a lot of sense at that, but I guess it makes more sense now that like everybody's not doing anything.
1: <laughs> so um, basically looking forward, like I was mentioning earlier, five years done. Um in the next five years, would that I guess would you consider that to be your goal from now from Definitely. from this point? Yeah,
0: I mean um, more than uh there's already a lot of a surplus of teams that we can invite internationally, but what we would want and, and to, to really create that, that perfect picture would be contenders in, in the Philippines that can play against those international players. Yeah. So little by little, we would want local talents to focus in beach volleyball. So if you're thinking about sports tourism and sports entertainment there's a storyline that they can follow that hey um, Team USA, Team Africa Team Korea come here to the Philippines we have good players we want you to challenge them that's, that's one thing and locals and fans would come and watch and see our Filipinos play against, all, play against each other and also against these international teams and it can actually create a very entertaining event that's how, I, that's how I envision Beach Volleyball Republic, hopefully, in like two, three years from now. We've been uh, yeah. attempting with the FIBB World Tour, hosting that here for two years in a row 2018 and 2019, um, one in Manila and one in Boracay, bringing in like around 50 teams, international teams from all over the the world, 17 countries, and that's one big thing that uh, that it's a really good mileage for the Philippines to actually be able to host a certain event, um, a world, an FIVB world tour for beach volleyball. So if we can recreate that and have the fans be enticed and have all the sponsors look into it to support and create a massive tournament, then that would be a dream come true for me. And if I can play, why not?
1: <laughs> of course. Uh, okay, um, just, a, just a few more before we end. Um, uh, I just wanted to you know, get your opinion or get your advice um, for the kids and you know, even the adults who are thinking about trying out the sport. Um, how would you suggest they get started both um, in a re- if we return to normalcy and even like what they can do now while they're Wait, while still on quarantine. Can
0: you can you say that again? Sorry.
1: Oh yeah. Um. So, what would you? How would you suggest that kids and even adults who are thinking of trying the sport start out? Um. Whether it's when we return to normal or even now while we're still in this lockdown in this quarantine
0: um one thing that also like frustrates me a little bit is that volleyball is such a technical sport we're in you cannot just pick up a ball and learn how to dig and have perfect control it needs patience it needs proper guidance with a coach that actually knows how and i hope kids who would want to pick up the sport and and try to learn would self-learn if not get a coach but also like the easiest way is to pick up a ball and play the youtube videos and try to learn um because i haven't really experienced um or have known anybody who self-taught volleyball because the more that you play the game is actually the most experience and then that you can get so um well, if you can volley the ball, you've seen the the um, who's that? The the really pretty girl, Marv? No, DC, super, not Superwoman. Is she Superwoman? Wonder she, Woman. Wonder Woman.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what? There. Uh, sorry, it's already <laughs> past six p.m. and my brain is just um, <laughs> not working anymore after six. Um yeah wonder woman like trying to learn awkward volleyball that's how awkward you will be at the start <laughs> but um yeah pick up a ball and do some do some pepper with your parents or your yaya if they're interested um that would be one thing but i know that there's uh online coaching uh through GIA they can join that, solid sevens. Um, and also, there's also some online coaching with Nicole Tiamzon. They can join that as well if, they, if they're interested to learn and try to, to stay active um, in this pandemic. Although I've seen the football, um, the football online schools um, doing pretty well. Because I guess it's just really like kicking the ball, like going around, <laughs> juggling it. Not much like when you do the volleyball, it really needs to be like, just, I guess you can learn how to set, you can learn how to like walling, but it's totally different because you need two people. You, you can play football and hit a target. You cannot play, you cannot volley to just yourself. <laughs> you need something else. So yeah. I guess that's one of the struggle right now with the pandemic and and everything. But I do hope that soon enough we can already practice and return to play.
1: Okay. Um, Just a a quick segment before we end. Um, I do this segment called Change Court, Change Sport. So I I, um, I just want to kind of get to know um, the athletes and what other sports they're interested in. So, First would be, whether it's now or in the future when you retire or whatever, Um, if you could play any other sport, um, competitively or leisurely, what would you want to try?
0: Triathlon. (laughs) I've been swimming and running so much. I just, maybe duathlon first. Duathlon? Duathlon. Aquathlon? I I don't know. know. (laughs) uh but yeah but anything with running and swimming i would want to try that that's number one yeah competitively uh i don't know maybe maybe because like there's social distancing there right
1: so (laughs) maybe if you're like fast enough yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh okay one one last um Here in the Philippines, who would you say is your favorite athlete from a different sport?
0: In the Philippines, who's my favorite athlete? If uh, I was just in a podcast with Ines. Ines Lovina. I forgot her. Per, that's her maiden name. Ines Lovina. Okay. She's the number one filipina in triathlon okay in her age bracket i think she's around 30 40 30 to 40 or 30 to 35 somewhere there but i met her and apparently she's the world she's the world's iron man if i'm not sure gold medalist so she's pretty good and yeah That's the only person that I can think of right now. And I idolize her for that one.
1: Okay. Great. Um, Yeah. Okay. So, I guess before we end, do you have um, any last messages to the beach volleyball fans, aspiring players, and just general Philippine sports fans and supporters?
0: Sorry. Message. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Message for... Who are we? Um,
1: yeah, just beach volleyball fans, aspiring players, just general fans, I guess, for Philippine sports.
0: Okay. Well, um, I ho- general message. I hope that everybody um, remains positive as we try and wait for sports to resume, and we all are very excited, but but also very. Um, Let's just stick with that. Very excited for the time to come wherein we can play again, we can, we can practice again, and we can be with, with each other again and watch sports together as well. So um, I know it's difficult times nowadays and a lot of people are struggling and I, and I really do hope that we find the glimmer of hope in everyday, in everyday things that we do and remain positive and stick with each other.
1: All right. Uh, thank you, Bea, again for coming on the podcast. Yeah, uh, we no, we're wishing, the wishing you the best. <laughs> uh, yeah, wishing you the best for your career, the whole BVR program, and hoping you, know, you guys will get the chance to play again real soon.
0: All right. And yeah, thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you also to everyone for tuning in. Again, please don't forget to follow us on our social media accounts. We are Sports Season on Facebook, YouTube, and Spotify. So please do like and subscribe, and you can also follow us on Instagram, that's at Pod.